Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Products and or services which may be advertised during this program are not necessarily endorsed by the program. Prog Watch. Music that tells a story with your friend and host, Big Tony Rousick, a.k.a. Prog Squatch. Welcome back to Prog Watch, my friends. This is Big Tony, your host, and I thank you for coming along for the ride once again. Also, special thanks to all my supporters on Patreon, my patrons of the progressive arts. If you enjoy Prog Watch and it has some value to you, I ask you to please consider supporting my efforts here. You can find more at patreon.com forward slash Anthony Rousick, or by following the support the show link at the top of the homepage of progwatch.com. And that's P-R-O-G-W-A-T-C-H, all one word, dot com. So I'm very excited to tell you that this week's program is an artist interview and feature show focused on a new project called E-Molecule, which features Simon Collins and Kelly Nordstrom. E-Molecule has just released an album called The Architect, and it is the first new project to feature Simon and Kelly since Sound of Contact, although Kelly has guested on many of Simon's solo albums, as we shall hear later. I was lucky enough to interview Simon and Kelly together a few weeks ago, and we will be hearing some of that chat a little later. I thought we could warm up a little with some Sound of Contact and solo Simon Collins, which features Kelly. So here is the epic Mobius slip from Sound of Contact and So Real from Simon's latest solo album called Becoming Human.
Again, that was Mobius Slip, the epic closer from Sound of Contact's Dimensionaut album from 2013. And then So Real from Simon Collins' 2020 solo outing, Becoming Human, both featuring my guests today, Simon Collins and Kelly Nordstrom. After our first short break, we'll get into some of my chat with Simon and Kelly and hear some of their great new E-Molecule music. So stay tuned. The vinyl may be gone. The album art may be a JPEG. Radio lives on forever. If you've been listening over the past few weeks, and I hope you have, you've heard me talking about the Madman's Music Emporium and Gallery. My friend Mike the Madman has over 1 million CDs, vinyl albums, books, and other music-related items in stock, and is happy to ship those items to you through his online store. The Madman's Music Emporium and Gallery really is a great place that can help you fill in gaps in your music collections and get hard-to-find memorabilia. And this month, there's even more incentive to check out Mike's online offerings. If you end up ordering anything, you can use the promo code PROGWATCH10 to save 10% on the cost of your merchandise. So check out the Madman's Music Emporium and Gallery today and use the promo code PROGWATCH10 to save yourself some scratch on your music wish list. Find the online store at ebay.com forward slash str forward slash Mike's Good Stuff forward slash 20163. And if you don't see what you're looking for, Mike can't have all 1 million items on the store. Just email him and ask. His email is fillmoredistrict, all one word, F-I-L-L-M-O-R-E-D-I-S-T-R-I-C-T, at yahoo.com. And if you missed any of that info, I will have it posted on my website, progwatch.com, in the tabs for this week's show. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Before we listen to the first part of my interview with Simon and Kelly of E-Molecule, let's check out one more track from Simon's latest solo album, which features them both. This is Dead Ends.
is barely up and I'm still in shock All I've come to know is nearly blocked Like the stars that I watch fading out to barely take the weight a strange home that a man has made how can I rest knowing what I've been shown until I find a way to the backbone dead ends
lost the Once again, that was Dead Ends by Simon Collins featuring Kelly Nordstrom from Simon's album Becoming Human, released in 2020. Now here's some of my chat with Simon and Kelly. Okay, so first, I would like to say it's a pleasure and an honor to have both of you on my program. Yeah, pleasure to be here, man. Thank you, Tony. Yeah, likewise reciprocated. Thank you, thank you. And, uh, all right, I guess... um, Simon, I think my listeners are maybe a little more familiar with your history, and if they aren't, they can go back and check out Prog Watch number 824 and 826 when you were a guest here a few years back. So I was hoping we could first start with Kelly a little bit to get a little background. Can you please tell us a little bit about your musical background? How did you get started? Did you come from a musical family? Did you study music? Yes, I did come from a musical family. I studied music from an early age, uh, multiple kind of instruments, tried different things. Piano was the main thing, uh, dabbled in some violin and clarinet and things like that as well, until I discovered guitar around 11, 10, 11 years old. Uh, someone gave me a acoustic guitar and, and uh, I discovered how beautiful it was to explore music on my own. Um, in private and so that was one of the things I really connected with the guitar with at first I you know I didn't need to practice in front of the whole household and so I I started uh, exploring myself musically that way as well uh, learning some of the stuff I was into at the time uh, like Metallica Slayer Iron Maiden Scorpions stuff like that all right got, got me inspired to play guitar and, and and excited about music and and uh excited about creating my own music so yeah you came uh, from a much heavier background huh well yes i guess in in terms of what really fueled my fire for creativity perhaps uh, and, and i really kind of took it in an extreme direction too got into you know more underground speed metal and and uh death metal stuff like that uh thrash and uh a lot, I think a lot of what drew me to that was the guitar and, and the progressive elements um, of, of that, those styles of music. And uh, uh, beyond that, I did get into jazz fusion. I studied music later on as well in college. So I, I opened up my mind to things like jazz fusion and, and classical music as well. Uh, and uh, also studied music pr- production. So by the time I was done all that in my early 20s, I just dove right into uh, professional music gigging and lots of different bands, lots of funk and jazz, as well as uh, uh, some rock and, and, and fusion stuff as well. I was, I was into you know, heavier bands and music in an original sense. 
uh, as well. So I kind of played all styles uh, through most of my career and uh, connected with Simon eventually. Got a call out of the blue in the early 2000s from a a friend of friend who asked if I was interested in checking out an artist named Simon Collins. And I was like, hey, yeah, that sounds interesting. And the music that I heard uh, was from the album Time for Truth. And uh, it sounded really cool to me. And and so I I took up the, the challenge to audition for his band. And we met that way at the audition and hit it off right away. I started working with Simon uh, uh, very, uh, um, you know, almost full-time there uh, right off the bat. Did uh, some touring and became more involved as a band leader and did some acting tour management and things like that as as things developed. Uh, And that led to uh, creating Sound of Contact, which was uh, at a very exciting time and, uh, and was a very magical special project uh as as you you know and uh and so that was a wonderful experience as well so that's my background yeah uh, and then uh, between the sound of contact and, and to present as uh, i guess more what we could talk about today as as uh, as a group with simon sure so yeah i mean you guys have um, more than 20 years of history huh we're somewhere there about yeah huh? something yeah. almost 20 yeah. years now yeah, I, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know that actually. But uh, yeah, some reading. Yeah, discovered that. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, Simon, the last time we spoke, you were alluding to a new project. I believe it was the emol. You, you, you say it emolecule. Is that how you like to say it? Not e. Emolecule. Emolecule. Okay. Yeah. From the song, I couldn't tell. It seemed like you were pronouncing it more like emolecule. But anyway. Um, you were saying something about how you had an exciting project, and I guess this was it. Um, so can you guys talk a little bit about how you got this started and uh, how you worked around the pandemic? Oh, okay. Um, well, uh, in 2020, uh, Kelly came out. I, I'm in Ireland now. I live in Ireland. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, just about four hours west of Dublin. Uh, so I'm out, I'm out in the remote area um middle earth i call it <laughs> and um uh he came out to do some collaboration for my next solo album so uh, this is obviously post becoming human um and so the idea was that he was going to come out we were going to do some collaborating because kelly has played sorry kelly has played um on all my solo albums except for my first and uh, and also we've done some collaboration on those on those albums as well. So, as I said, the, the idea was him uh, he was supposed to come out to do some collaboration on my new solo album, that next one. And within days of sitting here in the studio and catching up, and uh, you know, getting into some some deep conversation about the past, you know, um, you know, um, our, our journey. Uh, through music together, we decided that uh, we put the the solo project on hold for a little while longer. Um, I really felt like uh, I needed a little bit more time before I wanted to do another solo album. Um, mainly just because I, I just wanted to do a little more living, 
you know, because I find that uh, per- solo albums are very personal to me, and and so uh, I wasn't quite ready. So so um, after a long discussion, we decided to to start this project, and we both had a, a mountain of material, um, so that that wasn't an issue, um, and we decided to 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 like on that trip. He was only here for a month. We managed to write most of the album on that trip. Um, and, you know, we came up, you know, we first started with the concept. And, uh, and then we worked our way um, through the material from my end. I've written a lot of new material. Um, I made, uh, originally based for the solo album, the next solo album. But, uh, we, you know, we did some tweaks here and there. And got it a little more proggy sounding um and yeah so that that's kind of how it came together it was all very it wasn't much of a decision to be made it was kind of it just felt like the most natural thing in the world so it's very it kind of came together quite organically i'd say now let's hear a little of the new e-molecule music which simon and kelly have been working on for the past couple of years this is what i guess you could call their flagship song e-molecule which comes from the new album, The Architect. Sparks become marks, the origin of a material. 
Once again, that was E-Molecule by the Simon Collins and Kelly Nordstrom project called E-Molecule, which opens their new album, The Architect. Stay with me through our second short break to hear more chat with Simon Collins and Kelly Nordstrom and more music from their new E-Molecule project here on Prague Watch. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, forward, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to Frog Watch. Before we get back to some of my interview with Simon Collins and Kelly Nordstrom, let's listen to another great track from the new E-Molecule album, The Architect. This is the title track.
Again, that was The Architect by E-Molecule, title track from their new album just recently released. Now let's hear a little more of my chat with Simon and Kelly of The E-Molecule Project. As far as the, the pandemic, well, um, we, uh, we managed to get Kelly out here a few times uh, for extended time, uh, yeah. like for three or four weeks. I think you you came out here for six weeks, didn't you, at some point? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. sure did. Yeah, yeah, it was it was interesting navigating the <clears throat> pandemic. Of course, there's a lot of question marks about what you know we could and couldn't do travel wise. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and uh, I managed to uh, find a way uh, to safely travel um, yeah. uh, during those circumstances. You know, I did have to jump through all the hoops. Uh, there, I was asked to jump through, which fortunately uh, worked out all right for me, yeah. medically. Uh, but yeah, so I, I was allowed to travel for for business, and and uh, it was actually there wasn't very many travelers, uh, so I, I had whole rows and sections of you know planes and yeah. and tra- planes and trains and automobiles to myself. <laughs> we yeah. we um we did do a lot of virtual work though, uh, like that. Yeah, I was wondering. Yeah. Yeah, and that was, you know, at first, um, 
Yeah, I'd never done an album virtually before. Uh, I don't think Kelly had either. Um, but we were working with a producer named uh, Robbie Broniman, who I co-produced my my Becoming Human album with, and he was on board from from the beginning. Uh, not from the like the, the the initial songwriting sessions, but once we decided, okay, we're doing a project, let's do a demo. Um, the demo was specifically to 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 be um, for Inside Out only. Um, and we, you know, we we were thinking of a producer, and we brought Robbie on board. Um, so he was there; he was present um, in the project uh, near in, in the beginnings of the project for um, to for the demo, really. And um, yeah, so so yeah, he kind of led the way as far as like how to do things virtually. And then, you know, we uh, decided eventually to, to just uh, finish producing the album together, me and Kelly. And uh, by then, we kind of had it all figured out as far as, you know, what needed to be done, how to do it, you know, mm-hmm. which, which it really is not that, that complicated whatsoever. I think it just sounds complicated, but it's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, some artists yeah. seem to like the whole virtual thing and some don't. Um, yeah. I- yeah, that it's uh, it requires a certain amount of... Uh, um, work like autonomous work on you know separate uh, which I think does work for for us to some degree like we we discuss our ideas and then um, both can independently spend time tracking our ideas and then we we share our ideas and go through it and uh, you know edit and uh, you know select things from there and and it's a it's been it's been really good. Yeah, and that's it's probably how we're going to spend most of our time doing the next album. I mean, we've already got you know a, a, quite a lot of material for the new album for the next Molecule album. Um, some songs uh, based on um, the fact that we refined the the first album, the debut album, down from I think sixteen songs to eleven. Mm-hmm. So we've got some material left over from the first album that uh, it wasn't a matter of it not being good enough to go on the album. It's just that we just couldn't couldn't fit yeah. 16 songs on one CD, and I don't think we wanted to do a double CD either. Um, we even got a little bit of slack um, on some of the reviews for the album being too long. <laughs> I mean, that, that can be a thing, you know? Yeah. yeah, and that's like, that was about 76 minutes or whatever, and the label even asked us to trim it down even more than that, um, but we ended up at 76 minutes. Anyway, so we've got yeah. material left over, but we've also got new material as well, and also Kelly and I like to to just write, um, kind of all, right off the bat, you know what I mean? Like, just, just starting from scratch as well, so... Yeah. It's not just going to be a matter of, of re- re- referring to material that we already have. You know, we're going to want to create new stuff from from the top. Together, uh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and, and I should, there's also a, a certain amount elements uh, of the material that ended up on on the architect, uh, like Simon was just referring to, is somewhat improvised even too. Like the the uh, whole intro section to the turn, we took from an improvised yeah recording that we did um and so we're we're we like we like to capture as much of that as possible as well 
uh, to kind of offset some of the meticulously produced stuff uh, vibe. Yeah, I've heard um, other artists well, say that. Yeah, that, yeah. Uh, you know, you lose that if you're just doing it all remote. Um, you don't get that chance to, to yeah. be spontaneous no, and, and jam. Yeah, yeah. 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 So we're, once we're, we're in we'll, the zone, once we're in the zone, uh, things go pretty quick as well. Yeah. Uh, as I said, you know, we finished writing most of the material for the album, uh, which at that point would turned out. To, to be a double album that's what that's the kind of material we had um you know that that all came together within a month really so we were on fire um you know every day um sometimes we we, we wouldn't stop for 48 hours you know <laughs> wow. just keep going. and um right the, you know, the time just flew by yeah so yeah. Can, we can't you can't replace the time uh, the kind of creativity that happens when we're together in person yeah so you know we definitely definitely will still be uh, a requirement for making a second al album as well oh totally uh, like there's there's you know a, there's quite a bit of it that you know the the last thing we did actually before mixing the album was have a trip together so you know we started it with a trip together to kind of write the bulk of it and then we we essentially tracked most of the album remotely, and then uh, there might have been a trip in between there for the last album, and then we finished off finished everything off together as well. Yeah. So it's yeah, like all we, the all we wrote the, the last song in the album on the last trip, you know. Yeah, and and did the tracking together too. I remember did doing a lot the of tracking the vocals. Yeah. Doing the guitars for uh, yeah. Moment of Truth, for instance. All those guitars were done you know. in Ireland. Yeah. And uh, I remember just you know Simon B. It's it's fun to do it together too, uh, so it's it's not yeah because uh, we just we just we just kind of like you know swap we swap places you know it's like okay over to you you know you get you get to Kelly's your turn and to sit in the big chair you know and then um, then we you know we we'd swap swap over and I'd work my magic in the big chair and and um, yeah so so we're we're a really good team. We've um, we've been a great team, you know. The whole time we've worked together, it's been um, nothing but a, 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 an amazing experience to work together. And uh, I think that's why it made so much sense in the world for us to come together and do a project. I mean, well, I mean, really, I mean, a lot of people don't know this, but Sound of Contact was originally a duo. Sound of Contact was. Kelly and I's creation and um, you know we came up with the concept and uh, had a lot of material already written and then we decided to invite Dave Kersner on board and then uh, shortly after that Matt Dorsey came on board and so it went from a, a duo to a four a foursome um, quite quickly actually. Mm -hmm. But nonetheless, um, yeah, we yeah for, for that. Things. Oh, sorry, go ahead, Kelly. Yeah, for that too. I th we were looking for, in particular, uh, a synth expert that could, you know, deliver things that we couldn't, we didn't think we really had at our fingertips at the time, and and it was it was an exciting idea to to work with somebody at the level of uh, artistry that Dave Kersner was yeah. for sure. So yeah. he he brought yeah. this whole. Yeah. whole thing to the table uh which was amazing and then uh, towards the end of the 
uh, recording process, you know, I was sort of on my way out. And so it's Dave, or Matt Dorsey came in to, to cover everything else that needed to be done and, and, uh, and take it from there. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That's part of the story that we don't really talk about that much. And that's kind of like the, the revolving door, um, that took place. So is it all right to air that stuff? Oh, it's fine. Sure. It's just, okay. it's just not something that we usually talk about. Okay. Uh, That's okay. It's, it's there's okay lots of other things to talk about. but Yeah, it was nothing yeah. uh, nasty in there. It was just yeah, this is how it was. Yeah. So I hope you enjoyed listening in on some of my chat with Simon Collins and Kelly Nordstrom of E-Molecule. As you could probably tell by the title of this episode, there will be a part two with more chat and more great music. But don't you go anywhere just yet because I have one more E-Molecule track and a final track from the Norwegian band Nat, who are one of the limelight artists in this month's Prog magazine. First up is E-Molecule with Mastermind.
Yes, I see, I see. Yes, I see.
Again, that was Mastermind by E-Molecule from their new album, The Architect. In two weeks, you can tune in to hear part two of my E-Molecule coverage with more of my chat with Simon and Kelly and more great music. Next week, it's going to be Variety to catch us up a bit. To close the show, I have a Prague Magazine limelight artist from Norway called Nat. I know it is a little strange for me to put a different artist at the end of a show like this, but I am very excited about the new collaboration between Prague Magazine and Progzilla. In the way I work ahead and often have interviews and other specials, it's hard for me to promote the artists who are featured in the magazine during the month they are featured. So I will simply adapt and start doing things a little differently. Anyway, this is a track called Appel, which I believe means appeal in Norwegian, by the band Nat from their self-titled debut album.
Again, that was Appel by Nat from their self-titled debut album. Find more about them and the album in the April edition of Prague Magazine. Before I sign off, I'll ask you to please remember to check out progwatch.com, where you can find all sorts of cool stuff like links to featured artists' web pages, links to Rob Fisher's reviews on Progressive Discoveries Weeks, as well as all my social media links, my email, and ways to subscribe to the show. You can also listen to any episode I've ever done right there, all 500 plus of them. Search for any artist I've ever featured, and find a link to my Patreon page if you would like to help support the show. And remember, if you're looking for CDs, vinyl, original and reproduction tour posters, or other musical memorabilia, you can also find links to the Madman's Music Emporium and Gallery, both the online store and Mike the Madman's direct email if you're searching for hard-to-find items. Don't be shy. Email him if you're looking for something hard to find. He literally has more than a million items in stock, and only a small percentage of that is actually on the online store. Anyway, until next time, be well, support the artists, and prog on, my friends. Yeah.